All right. Well, I'm here with Caitlin to talk about Deadbert, but uh, first we got LastPass, a similar tale of woe and destruction. Yeah, so LastPass got hacked again, and let me pull up the article here. So this is by Ars Technica, written by uh, Dan Gooden, who has been featured on this podcast many times before. Thank you, Dan. Dan, that is the un unsung hero of this podcast. A lot of his articles get mentioned. Anyway, so... Uh, LastPass got hacked again, and this hack was kind of different. It wasn't, they didn't get into the corporate network like they normally do. Uh, let, let me interrupt you because I think you're making a mistake I made yesterday. They didn't get hacked again. It's just more details about the hack that happened back in August. Oh, really? Okay, never yeah, mind. At first, at the other, I had exactly the same thought. I thought they got hacked again recently, but there were two hacks both in August, and they're just releasing more information about the second one. Okay, okay. So, so... Okay, this happened back in August. Thank you. I really did more research before these articles. So just so people know, a lot of the times I just read articles for like an hour and I find like the three most interesting ones to share on this podcast. So I'm, I wish I could do more <laughs> research before going on here, but there is, there is a time constraint on my side. Anyway. I, I made the same mistake yeah. and we can blame Dan. Dan's article confused me. Yes. Oh, good job, Jan. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> anyway, so um, yeah, another another bombshell drops. So what happened is this attacker got onto a DevOps employee's workstation, and not not sorry, not on his workstation on on the DevOps home network, and basically the DevOps was using his personal PC to log into LastPass, not his or her work PC which is something you're not supposed to be doing. Um, and so basically the attackers put keyloggers on this DevOps personal machine, got the passwords, got through, you know, um, got through the, the 2FA, uh, was able to get back into the LastPass network and steal more LastPass information, including... Um, including the encryption keys to customer vaults backed up on S3 buckets, which is not good. Now, you just said something very interesting. Was yeah. it true that they were mixing personal work yes. and corporate work on the same device? It's not even a virtual machine or something. Correct. That's a pretty serious flaw. I mean, I'm not allowed to do that in my consulting gigs. Everybody gives me a special device or a cloud server, and I can't access anything from like a home machine. No, no, you're you're really not supposed to be doing that. If you if you're doing yeah. work, you should be doing it on your work machine. Uh, you should not be using your. I mean, it, it gets it gets weird when you're when you're doing actual work. Yeah. yeah, sometimes you'll go on your personal machine to Google stuff, and you know. But when you are on the corporate network, it should only be on your corporate device. Yeah, right? you're right. That is the modern system. That that's yeah. All right. Well, um, the register has an interesting article about interference busting radios, which I didn't know. So it was very common that you try to transmit a radio signal. There's a bunch of neighboring channels being used that are interfering with it. But apparently they've developed a radio chip, which is very small and very powerful at blocking interfering signals using two different techniques of blocking the signals at once. So, uh, it sounds great. It sounds like they can build this into future devices like phones and it can punch through interference much better. So I hope that works out. 
And that was the idea of frequency hopping sped spectrum is that it would punch through uh, obstacles and interference. And apparently this is going to be another leap forward. And so uh, you got sunspots. Uh, yeah, no, we're getting some sunstorms. Uh, and let me pull up the article. So this is by The Insider. And this is written by Marianne Gwino. And what's happening is that we're going through a solar maximum, which happens every 11 years or so. Uh, and I did notice the other day we had a, you know, a KP index of like 6.2. Actually, this was yesterday, What's you know, a KP, uh, KP index. So that's the, the index of like how much of a solar activity is going on, like how much Aurora is happening. So 6.2 is a pretty severe storm, not or big storm, not super severe, but it's, it's a big storm. I saw like 120 some sunspots. Um, anyways, it was, it was, you know, it was the sun was was doing some stuff, and of course, it turns out when I looked into it, it was the we're hitting the solar maximum, which is when the solar poles are flipping, and this is going to create a few effects. So, first of all, there's going to be electrical interference coming from the sun. So, when there's a lot of solar radiation or a solar flux, I should say, hitting the Earth. It can induce power in power lines and transmission lines, which can cause power outages. And that can, you know, ground airplanes, cause power outages, as I said. Uh, that's also the where auroras come from when particles from the sun hit the Earth's atmosphere. Um, and it could create just lots of interruptions. Uh, oh, yes, of course, astronauts will be hit by lethal space radiation, which is always not fun. Uh, so, but yeah, we're, you know, it's just bad space weather for the next, you know, for the next year or so. So we'll, we'll see how this goes uh, on the plus side. It should make amateur radio more interesting. Cause you'll have more, uh, more thick ionosphere to bounce signals off of. Yep. Mm -hmm. I, I hear this every few years, you know, for my whole life and it never seems to actually do anything. Do we apparently have good enough defenses on the power grid that nothing much goes down? That's what it seems like. <laughs> Um, it, it depends where you live and it depends how bad it is. So there have been solar events, which luckily we haven't had any super major solar events in the past 150 years, which would have totally destroyed our electrical grid. There have been events that have, have happened in the past, uh, before the advent of our electrical grid that would have taken it all down, you know, auroras over San Francisco type events. And we haven't had those events since, but we do have bigger events and those big solar events will happen again. It's sort of like the ticking time bomb under, um, under Yellowstone, you know, the super volcano, yeah. there will be another big solar event that's going to take out all our telecommunications and stuff for a while, but it hasn't happened yet, but it is something to know that it can happen and it will happen eventually. Can we put some kind of, you know, uh, devices on the network to lessen the risk of this, to break up the the loops or something like that? I, I mean, there's already um, uh, there's already safety equipment inside every ground station, not not ground, sorry, every transformer station, mm -hmm. so that if there is a power surge, it'll you know break the break the wires. But of course, power is just going to go out. I mean, that's the that's the whole yeah. point. All right. 
Well, anyway, the, the, the crypto wars are back on in Britain. The, the new um, prime minister wants to, well, anyway, there's a bill. The online safety bill is going on, recommending, uh, again, that the government has a backdoor into all the encrypted channels, which they're always trying to do over here. And so Signal has said they would cut the UK off if they do that, rather than serve them. And another company um, that makes encrypted email called, um, let me get it up here, uh, Tutanota says they will not stop servicing the UK. They will simply refuse to obey it and force the UK to put up a great firewall like China and block them to humiliate them. So we'll see what happens. This seems to be coming up every year or two. And what I've heard in the past is that there's a lot more appetite for government um, surveillance in Britain than there is in the US because I think they have a lot more terrorism. And so most people are not really as concerned about privacy as they are about giving the cops more power. So maybe it'll happen over there, but this is something that keep been going around for 20 years. The cops want to have what they imagine a secret backdoor, which the criminals won't find. But the problem is that's crazy because they're the cops are a really big insecure system and they leak and there's, you know, that's, that's uh, it's in practice. It seems to be quite impossible for law enforcement to have a backdoor that is not also available to criminals. I think the closest has been NSA's poisoning of random number generators but even that didn't work out. It's just this, this has been tried many times and it never seems to work out. But it looks like the UK is going to try now. Anyway, now we get to the big thrill, Dilbert. Yeah, no, the creator of Dilbert, of course, is no longer being published in any major newspaper. He is gone. He is no more. We're never going to speak of this person's name ever again. Thankfully, oh my gosh, I'm so glad to be finally rid of this person. I'm not uh, so sure of that. I mean, I think he might get picked up by right-wing people and stuff. And uh, I mean, maybe, maybe. I mean, maybe he'll be on like, what's it called? The Trump News Network yeah. or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, the, the Dilbert uh, creator, who shall not be named, um, was dropped after making very racist remarks, very, very racist. Uh, and this is an article on CNN Business by John oh, Passantino and Oliver Dancy. And so basically what happened, well, actually, I know the story. I'm not even going to read the article. Um, so, gosh, so I don't know why, but the 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 guy here, we're not, whose name will not, not be named because he is now and forever canceled, uh, he... he he has a podcast. Now, why does someone who is published in every major newspaper need a podcast? I don't know, but he has a podcast. <laughs> and, and and for a while now, the, the guy has been, everyone kind of knew that he was kind of kooky and, I'm not, and dangerous. I'm just, I'm not even going to, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. The, the, the guy is a, a racist and he's a bigot and he's dangerous. So... Uh, he goes on his podcast and he shares this, um, I guess, statistic. Uh, they basically asked a bunch of um, Black Americans, what about the phrase, it's okay to be white? Is that okay to say? Well, you know, that is actually a um, a code word or a code phrase used by KKK members. Uh, so so notably, a, a lot of, of uh, Black Americans were like, yeah, no, that's still, please don't say that, you know, <laughs> like 50%. Um, and, and I agree. Yeah, no, don't, don't, don't say KKK talking points. Like there's nothing wrong with having lighter skin. 
but don't say it's okay to be white because that's that's a KKK, you know, thing. Whatever. Anyway, so uh, not only said that, um, uh, but he's like, look, look, all the black people are are don't don't like this, or half of them, ignoring the fact that like half of them are like, I don't care. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, and then he's like, white people should like move away from black people, and he's like, I found a. a, a a place that's like there's no black people around. I mean, the guy Pleasanton, is super on the Bart line around here. Yeah, yeah, I know. So, so the guy is super racist, yeah. um, and and just like absolutely. Oh my god! So he's basically KKK at this point. Uh, got dropped by a bunch of newspapers. Uh, thankfully, he's now completely 100% canceled. I mean, and this is exactly the sort of cancellation I absolutely love is when Nazis and bigots get canceled. Um, and I don't know what what causes this why do you become so successful then all of a sudden just ruin your career by just spouting racist and bigoted nonsense this happens again and again and again oh i think it's a, a common psychological flaw of Rashina and elon musk i think once you get powerful you surround yourself with sycophants that just tell you you're wonderful and cause you to think that every word that comes out of your mouth is great and deserves worship I, it, I it's a know. natural a natural side effect of power is you become power mad and then you destroy yourself. I guess. Uh, yeah, no. Anyway, so the, the, the creator is now gone. No more. He's been fired just like, uh, just like his creation. Well, yeah, but, but uh, Elon Musk is of course, generally supporting him. And, you know, I, and I think what really happened is he just went through a divorce and this seems to be a really common step into the twilight zone for men when they lose their wife. Suddenly, the only thing keeping them halfway sane is gone. And now they say what they've really always wanted to say, that for some reason, their wife would tell them not to say that. And they can't remember why that was anymore. No, no. Yeah, no, he's I mean, and, and good riddance. We, we really don't need bigots uh, writing comic book. Strips yeah, yeah. Us, so. but there are a lot of them. Eric, Eric Clapton's a huge bigot. Isn't yeah. it? There are a lot of just like there was a whole lot of sexual abusers in prominent places, there's been a whole lot of bigots in prominent places, and they're sort of getting canceled, like the Me Too movement or or whatever you want to call this. I don't think this one has a cute phrase like that, but it ought to. It's it's called the white supremacists get the hell out of here movement. <laughs> you need to fit on a hat and a bumper sticker. You need to make it shorter. Anyway, um, so. Uh, Ron DeSantis is really going all in on his culture war stuff. That's his only thing. So not only picking on gay people, but now trying to end what they call indoctrination on the left at colleges, which, you know, I live at colleges. I see some of the stuff you could describe that way. But his response is the same as, say, the Berkeley loyalty oath from decades ago. He went, the government is now going to inspect college curriculum and inspect college teachers and fire them if they are doing anything that they regard as inappropriate. And uh, she will have to be politically correct, like, you know, the Soviet Union, where your political orthodoxy officer standing next to you to make sure you don't don't say anything that is politically incorrect. And this is what he calls freedom in Florida. And it's real important, of course, because he's quite likely to be the next president. And this is what we're going to have is a uh, extreme control. He has also now appointed government uh, officials to run Disney, having removed Disney's special status to punish them for daring to oppose him. And he warned them when he put out the um, bill, uh, the so-called don't say gay bill to block discussion of homosexuality. He warned Disney, now you don't say anything. Don't get involved. When I issue edicts, you just stay out of politics and obey them. And they didn't do that. 
because Disney had recently in the past few decades had a huge problem with their own um, tolerance of gay people that for all the outlawed gay people. And then they turned around and decided to stop doing that. And so now they were supporting their gay workers. And so they couldn't let DeSantis oppress the gay workers without defending them. And he punished them really severely for that using, it seems like a vast abuse of government power to just silence free speech. And anyway, um, the, the, uh, the Post also has an interesting article from General Ru Jennifer Rubin showing um, how bad educational outcomes are in Florida. And what he's been talking about is how good their fourth grade accomplishments are in national tests. But the reason that's true is because they have a special system where they hold back people who underperform in third grade. So they don't actually take that fourth grade accomplishment test until they're in fifth or sixth grade. So the fourth grade number is massively inflated and they have a huge drop off by eighth grade. And on it goes. Um, it's the it's quite disturbing to watch him uh, exert strict government control over education. And one of the many bad consequences of this is anybody who can afford to leave Florida. Of course, Florida is now 48th in teacher pay. So I would imagine anybody that could leave has already left. But this is what happened in Berkeley. Berkeley passed a very similar thing where they had a loyalty oath. You must swear that you're not a communist and you'll never have anything to do with the Communist Party or something. And everybody who could get a better job left. And uh, it took decades to rebuild it. Right. And that's 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 sort of glossed over the fact that this is totally a fascist move yeah. uh, by someone who wants to be the president of the United States. Yes, it's um. It's really very disturbing how power mad he is, and he's serving the Fox News ideal of wanting to be Victor Orban, where he will just order you to live his way and to, uh, you can't be gay, you can't teach things he doesn't like, all the textbooks have to be scanned by his political orthodoxy committee before they can come out. And this is a really bizarre place for the Republican Party to be in, a bizarre place for them to call this freedom. But that's... Uh, that that that's always the case with fascist regimes, is that they call and and I've seen this before, you know, in, in, and it's been stated many times before, you know, war is peace, you know, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a real, it's sort of that Aurelian double talk coming from, which yeah. is based off what really what we see from fascist leaders as they rise to power, which is they talk about we're going to be so much freer under my strict rule. That's right. Yeah, I must. Uh, and, you know, it goes all the way back to the Spartans and Plato. This is part of Plato's ideal society is strict control of the arts. So they don't promote any inappropriate things. This has been a really old idea that if you just restrict the media, then everybody will just fall in line. And it's kind of succeeding in China. If you really, really, really restrict the media, then it fools a lot of people. And to some extent, it's working Russia. Apparently, what I read, a lot of people in Russia actually believe all Putin's propaganda. If you really control the media to a strict enough extent, you can control the people to some extent. You know, I think it's less the media and more the news, because I've seen a I've seen a few studies looking at the role of social media in indoctrination and radicalization. And it turns out that social media does play a role. And I'm not saying it doesn't, but what is more what radicalizes people more than social media is cable news, believe it or not. People who are glued to cable news, and we've I I have a, a my my mom is glued to cable news. I know many people's parents are just glued to cable news because they grew up watching the news every, you know, from the from the television. That was their trusted source. Yeah. And now there's this sort of quasi 
fabricated news coming from both the left and the right, but mostly it's from the right. There, there, there is some, I'm looking at you, MSNBC. I know some of the stuff you put out is a little oh. questionable, but, um, but it, it's sort of this, this, they put out these questionable narratives that are sort of half truths, but of course people watching the news are totally believe it. And it is very frustrating because I remember growing up, you know, the, my parents who were, who are now and and my parents specifically are not super brainwashed, but I've seen other people's parents super brainwashed. And growing up, they all told us, you know, oh, these video games and stuff, they're going to brainwash you into thinking, you know, this and that. And we're like, no, come on, that's ridiculous. And studies have shown, yeah, video games aren't brainwashing our youth, just like rock music is not brainwashing our new youth. But what actually is brainwashing people is the news that the parents are watching and it's so frustrating and I don't know what to do. Well, yeah. I mean, well, I think, but it's gotten much, much worse since Fox. I mean, Fox created this outrageous science fiction, cartoonish fake world and pushed it as news. And um, that's far more slanted than it has been in centuries. I think that's a new level of extreme yellow journalism. Before that, it was, everything was slanted, but not so much. It's like moved from being 10% slanted to being like 90% slanted. Yeah, and what Fox News realized, and and there have been some recent leaks in terms of yeah. um, uh, emails sent between employees. What they found out was that it's not only politically motivated for people like Fox and Newsmax and MSNBC to push out these these narratives. It's financially motivated. There's big money to be made in radicalizing people into because then if they're mad and they're upset and they want to know what's really going on, they'll tune in again and again and again, which means more money from advertisers. Well, yeah. And we've always had these guys like Father Conklin and stuff. There's been yeah. these uh, Rush Limbaugh type figures screaming nonsense, but the, no one's ever put them on TV as if it was news. That's a right. new thing. Right. And, and people are being fooled into thinking yeah. that this is reality when in fact it's not. And, you know, and, and there's, they're, now they're primed to think that's reality and push, getting them back out, right. Getting them back into like a sane space where they can have discussions with people with different points of views and stuff like that. It's nearly impossible because they're just primed to believe that, you know, the Republican party is good and ethical and the Democrats are out to, you know, do communism for some reason. And, like, and, and they actually have no connection to reality, which is really yeah. bizarre. I mean, they it's very much like a cult group. And what's funny is you get people like Marjorie Taylor Greene asking questions in Congress, and she'll ask like the executive of a company like how their product is being used for CRT. And they're like, CRT? What are you talking about? Because they're they talk this weird language and they believe these weird false facts. So if you don't absorb Fox then you can't even know what they're talking about. It reminds me, I've been in real cult groups, like Christian cult groups, where you learn all this special slang and nobody outside the group can even talk to you because your yeah. language is just littered with these clues that I'm in the in-group and anybody that doesn't know these words is not in the in-group. Right. So so I have to, I happen to know what you're talking about with CRT, which is, of course, critical yeah. race theory. Well, I would have thought cathode ray treatment. Yes, exactly. Like, they're asking like a technical person, Yes. Building like hardware. What did you do to approach CRT? And he says, CRT? What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah. If someone asked me what I did to, to integrate CRT, I'd be like, no, I don't use those. I don't use those displays anymore. <laughs> I know. I know. But, but, but they, you know, they, they just know the latest conspiracy theory. And right. Expect everybody to know about it and that it's real. 
right. There's like this, there's like 20% of America stuck in, in this weird alternate reality bubble created by a large conglomerate of, you know, news medias that are creating false narratives. They have their own language. It's like a giant cult. It's, it's, I'm, I don't want to compare it to religion, but it is well, almost a religion. <laughs> well, I think it's the same thing as TV evangelists have always been. They just yeah. learn to say what will get you excited. So you give them money. Exactly. Well, no, the, what they found is that they can, they get them excited. So they'll keep watching and then advertisers give them money. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's evangelism with extra steps. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, uh, well, that's it for this one, and we'll be back on Friday. <laughs>